This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. So Sue and I have been working on a training session for a company to do with mental well-being. And one of the key aspects that links with our 3B Mind Matters model is something around beliefs. And we've really delved into this earlier. But it's funny because actually, as we've been working on it this time, there's been other things that have been coming out and we've been having a sort of discussions about different beliefs maybe that we've had what these are made up on and how we work through this and we thought it might be a really useful thing for other people to hear about so we decided to do a podcast on beliefs so hopefully you'll find this interesting maybe helpful in some aspects as well so beliefs, now, we, we've, when we've delivered this before, some people get mixed up with between beliefs and values. Values are something that you really hold dear. They don't tend to change. They're part of what makes you tick. Whereas a belief, our beliefs come from people we're with. They come from the society we live in, our experiences, social interactions, all of that kind of stuff. And often we actually don't even know we've got a belief until we start really delving into maybe why we're not doing something, what's holding us back or what's actually pushing us and moving us forward because there's two different aspects to it. So Sue, I know, obviously, we'd had this conversation and I said to you, okay, so tell me some beliefs that you have and um, you were like a rabbit in headlights weren't you <laughs> I was it was funny because I thought you know I think of myself as being very self-aware and kind of knowing myself um but actually I think for me having reflected on it I think maybe my beliefs are not as um as explicit to me you know, mm. so you were saying there about being aware of them and not being aware of them and we do don't we, we have like conscious beliefs yeah. and, and and unconscious beliefs and I'm wondering whether a lot of mine are a lot more unconscious and like you're saying it's like only when you start to delve mm. that you they kind of reveal themselves or if you find yourself in a situation where like you said um you know it's kind of like why is this not working for me or what's what's the issue I'm having with this person you know why are they pushing my buttons so much or you know, it's kind of when you start to question 
then there's yeah. opportunity there, I think, for your beliefs to sort of reveal themselves to, you know, become apparent to you. So I'm, I'm still working on that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm applying a lot of curiosity to that just at the moment. Yeah. Would you say that you're more clearer about what some of your beliefs are kind of on a day-to-day basis? <clears throat> I would say I'm very clear on on quite a few of my beliefs, yes. Mm. The, I, I love the way, the way you said, obviously, you've got conscious and unconscious. I still think there's lots of unconscious ones I'm not aware of. Yeah. But I particularly think I know certainly things that, limit me that that constrain me that I feel like I can't I I sort of have a feeling I know those and things that drive me forward Mm -hmm. as well so things that I'm particularly good at that I'm now comfortable saying I'm good at this took me a long time to get there but yeah things that I know I'm comfortable going I'm good at that and I think I have a belief around that as well Yes. And I think they're just a bit more clear or what in your face kind of thing that they are for me anyway. So I don't think I personally don't think it's it is that you don't know yourself. I think it's just that with a lot of people, we don't live we don't live in that arena we don't live going oh what's my belief about this as we're walking around (laughs) thinking things you know um it's just it's not something that we do but maybe it's something that we should do I was just thinking that yeah (laughs) where you're going there yeah is is this sort of having this awareness at least at least on some level you know what like you say if because it can be used to kind of strengthen and empower us but it can also be helpful in identifying what might be holding us back. And so, yeah, so if we were to apply a little kind of, I'm imagining like a little cartoon, you know, kind of speech bubble Mm. above my head as I'm walking about, you know, kind of, oh, what's my belief about this? Oh, what's Mm. this? It's that thing we always talk about, isn't it, about applying some curiosity to a situation. Very much so. And um, that's the key with it, I think. It is, it's, it's being curious about, why am I feeling this way? Where's that come from? And it's something that I started doing and a while back. I kept getting told I am assertive. Apart from how people were telling me, didn't come across like it was a good thing. <laughs> and I really started doubting myself because having been passive for a lot of my life, I've really worked at being assertive and I'm really pleased with how I've done that. Um, Don't get me wrong, there are times I know I I delve into aggressive. There are times when I do that, when I'm really tired, in a bad mood. At the minute, my hormones kind of thing play a part in that. But I don't like to be aggressive. But if somebody pushes my button, then I know I can flick to that as I can flick still to passive. But I aim to always go with the assertive side because I just think that's better. And I got told it a few times, bearing in mind, I think I'd been told about three, three people were men of a certain age. 
and I was dealing with them in a work capacity and I don't think they like the fact that I knew what I was talking about and it wasn't that I was saying they're wrong what I was saying was that's fine but in this instance this is what you have to show because that's what they have to have to go to for a work capacity kind of thing so I started really doubting myself and then I started thinking, why? Why am I feeling like this? Where's that coming from? And this belief that people won't like me if I'm assertive. People like me because I'm passive. That's what I used to think. That if I'm assertive, if I tell people what I'm really thinking, then um, they won't like me as much. And it's much better if I'm passive because I'm easier to get along with, I mean, I'm more playable for them, that kind of thing. The very, very old belief that I'd got rid of, but it's really funny because then I started going, oh, have I got rid of it? And I have, but actually what I realised was that's what was creeping in. That was what the doubt was that I'd gone back to an old frame of mind and as soon as I did that, I was like, no, I don't have to change that. I am assertive and assertive is good. It's the best behaviour. It's the only behaviour we should have. So that's okay. And I think it's just stemmed from there. When a feeling comes up that I wonder why, especially on something I've worked on like that, does that make sense? Yeah, it really does. It's fascinating, isn't it? Because that's very deep rooted. Oh yeah, that original belief. Yeah, but there's still some. It's like there's some remnants of it still knocking about, kind yeah. of deep within your kind of layers of, of unconscious. Yeah. So it, it has the potential, perhaps, to to rear up again. You know, if yeah. the circumstances were you know such. Um, yeah. But yeah, like you say, like it's applying that curiosity like we're saying to you where's this coming from but you were able to kind of go through a process there and sort of unpick it weren't you I think that was because I took a step back yeah not literally I wasn't in the moment I was reflecting on Mm. okay this is the third person who said this to me what is it they mean because actually I want to go thank you that's what I want to say. Yeah, Clearly, but... <laughs> they're saying it in a way that is not supposed to be good. I did actually say thank you in the email. I put thank you. I've worked hard at becoming assertive. Um, at which point they then came back with something else not nice. And I think I obviously I, it was because I was challenging them. Yeah. Not that I'd meant to. For them, it felt like I was challenging them. It felt like I should know as much or whatever. Yeah, the, so it was, I wasn't in the moment. Mm-hmm. I'd stepped back, I'd done some reflection. So actually, I was reflecting on the feeling, but the feeling wasn't there. Does that make sense? Yeah. It was sort of like, I knew what the feeling was at the time. Yeah. I wasn't going, I wasn't in that emotion. I was reflecting on the emotion and what had been going on. And that's where I was looking at for it. And that's that's where it comes to with it. Not that I go, oh, what's the belief from that? But I do always go, where's that come from? Why am, Why is that cropping up for me? And that very often leads to the belief. So I think that's why 
a few of my beliefs are very much on the surface. Am I aware of them? I am aware of them. That's brilliant. I think that's fascinating. I love what you're saying about taking a step back and looking at it kind of in retrospect. And, mm. and what you've done there is, you know, like, so three people have given you this feedback and it's made you question it. So rather than taking offence at that, yeah. rather than, oh, you know, and getting into kind of confrontational, because that wouldn't be assertive. No, that would be aggressive then. <laughs> yeah, so actually, which is good for your mental well-being. You know, so you're taking care of yourself, you're taking care of your mind, you're yeah. checking your emotions, all of these things that we advocate. And by having that objectivity, what you're able to do is, like you say, the question isn't necessarily, oh, what's my belief about this? Because that kind of doesn't really, you know, roll off the tongue. It's more like you say, like, where is this coming from? What's this about? And I suppose that's what we all have to do, really, don't we? We have to find our own our own questions, our own yeah. kind of ways of approaching that that work for us. Because if we, because we know that a belief is basically something that we see as being true. Yeah, that's what a belief is, yeah. It's not necessarily the truth. No. Or, or even a fact. It's, it's a form of perception, isn't it? It's, it's what we see, what we see as being true. So. Now, I think some people are going to go, what what? <laughs> what, what, what about? because obviously it is it's either it is or it isn't uh, I think without delving into it it's the how we see the world mm. um we delete things as we're taking that information in we distort things and then we generalize things and all I can re really say is like when you've watched a film with somebody notice what you pick up compared to what they pick up and very often it can be different or there can be different nuances within it and it's like well why is that and that's just because we've maybe deleted some information we've distorted some or we've generalized some and we do that automatically it's just part of how we take information in because we're bombarded by information all the time so we only we can only actually take in a small amount especially in our conscious mind so I think it's just important to know that when we say it's like what we think is true and that it's not actually true, it's about checking what that is, yeah, and where that comes from, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think I think so. And all those things that you're describing there, the delete, the distort, the generalise, they, like you say, they happen kind of automatically, yeah. although we can become aware of them, you know, if we start to notice them. But they're based on our experiences, aren't they? They're based yes. on what's happened to us before or they're based on, you know, kind of what our expectation is of a particular situation or scenario. Is There's such a lot going on with us, isn't there? You know, kind of like you say, we're being bombarded with information, we're interacting with others, they've got their stuff going on, we've yeah. got our stuff going on. <laughs> you know, actually being human being and all this is it's quite a complex thing. So no wonder we kind of have misunderstandings or, you know, we are, we're in situations where people maybe push our buttons. Mm -hmm. Or maybe we we have doubts, you know. We, as you say, you know, we, we start to self doubt. But I think, I think for me, this objectivity is really crucial in getting to the nub of it and getting to, particularly if something's being detrimental or it's not helping you, it's not serving you, or you're in a situation like you were describing with the, you know, the feedback that you've got, where it's kind of like, what's, you know, what's going on here? How do yeah. I, how do I get to the bottom of this in order to have an outcome? 
that's win-win, which is a yeah. about a certain yeah. behaviour. Um, but what it also says to me is that we have the potential to change our beliefs, you know, if they're not, if they're not right for us. So if something's kind of not working for us, you know, we can question around whether that's really true. What are the facts here? Where's that coming from? What's really going on? Is this, you know, something deep down that I really, really do believe? Or, you know, is it, is it something that I've just come to expect or does that make sense? Yeah. It's, yeah, I like the I like the word you use there, that objectivity. And a lot of the time, when we're in that emotion, we don't have objectivity. Mm-hmm. It's really hard, so we need to wait that out. We need to wait for that emotion to ride out. And then we can start looking at it differently. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's it's our perception of something. So we're seeing one side of things we don't know what's going on in another person we don't really know unless we ask them and even then we might not fully understand or they may not give us all that information so it is that objectivity that you're talking about being objective in yourself in what is going on that word curiosity coming in again what's going on for me why am I feeling like this where where is this going yeah that kind of thing I think is really helpful to start to understand because beliefs have a huge impact on our mental well-being I think that's that's the reason we always bring it in. that's the reason it's part of our mind matters model it's one of the elements within that those empowering beliefs can really be a force to be reckoned with if you have a belief that really does empower you, that drives you forward, then there's really nothing stopping you. But if you've got a belief that limits you, that is stopping you from doing something that is like stopping your creativity, stopping you being you, mm. you know, having that kind of effect on you, it really can be detrimental to your mental well-being. Even it might sound daft, but even a belief that, you know, and we've had it, oh, well, if, if I do, you know, some of these tools and techniques that help with mental well-being, I'm still not going to get anywhere with it. So what's the point in doing it? Well, then you're not going to get started. You're not even going to try them. Oh, this new fandangle thing, it's just here for now. And it's like, why not just give it a try anyway? So if your belief is stopping you, it can really hurt your health your mind health especially Mm. and I think it that's why it's so key I don't think we realize sometimes the strength our beliefs can have on being great for us being really healthy or the opposite end of the spectrum yeah being really detrimental I think that's true. I think we kind of underestimate, you know, kind of, you know, these narratives that are sort of playing out in our minds. These sort of, they're like stories, really, that we've kind of, you know, what we see as being true, what they're stories that we're telling ourselves that can either kind of, as you say, empower us, really strengthen us and build our capability. 
and then you know like we're more capable of doing something because we believe it and then that's affirmed because oh I did that really well I did that presentation really well you know that so then you built up for like next time you go to do it whereas you know if you have a bad experience then you might your belief might be well I'm really I'm no good at delivering presentations because like one time something you had a bit of a wobble you know kind of focusing on that Sorry, I interrupted you there. No, go that thing about delete, distort and generalise, mm. that's what we will do. Mm. So if you think, oh, God, that was really terrible, you will find evidence to support that. Yeah. Whereas if you think, I'm really great at presentations, you will start to find evidence of that. And it, it's that. It's like, oh, I don't know if I can be me. Well, well if people, people might not like me. So if you already think they're not going to like it, you will find evidence of that. You will find that maybe you lose, and I'm going to put them in quote marks, friends, because they're not actually your friends if they leave you, if they don't want to be your friend, because you're being the real you. They're, they're not. They're not meant to be there. And I'm, I've always said this, I remember saying this to you years back, People come into your life for a reason, season, or a lifetime. And it's sort of, so it's one of those. So maybe they're just there for a reason or a season. You know, those people who are there for a lifetime will accept you for who you are. But you will find evidence for whatever it is that you're believing in. So if you do really want to do something, you will find evidence to push you forward for that. How many times have we started on something and then suddenly we're going, isn't it really weird? But I saw this and it's and it's sort of like there's lots of things that crop up then yeah. that support what we've been talking about or link with what we've been talking about. That's because we're more open to looking at that because that's where we've gone to. Mm-hmm. And the same is true of the opposite side of things. It, we will find that evidence out there. It and I think that's important. I do. I think it's crucial. It, it's that, it reminds me of the, I don't know who said it, you know, if you think you can or you can't, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Which is just, and, and that is really kind of basic thing to kind of come back to, you know, and yeah. sort of say, you know, what? so what am I doing in this you know if you're feeling a little bit blah or you're feeling a little bit like what's going on here why is why am I having difficulty you know with this particular situation or this person you know it's sort of like well what's 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 going on here what is there anything that I need to change you know about my you know about what I believe about this you know because you know we've been talking about it in terms of the workplace a lot in the work that we've been doing yeah and you know you mentioned there about what people might come to this kind of training with, with perceptions about whether or not this kind of stuff will work. But like you said, having a bit of flexibility and a bit of curiosity, that doesn't do us any harm. That's Definitely only, not. You know, that's only going to open up opportunities for us to try things. But I think also being aware of, okay, what in my day-to-day life, you know, kind of is, is empowering me, is limiting me. That, that, that gives us something to, to work with then, doesn't it? Something real, something very tangible. And that's what we're all about, isn't it? This kind of more holistic sort of approach to, to mind health. It's not just about, you know, doing a bit of mindfulness or, you know, a bit of relaxation. It's, it's about kind of understanding ourselves better. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's really key, understanding where, where we're coming from, what we're all about. 
and that takes time as well mm. and it, it's really it's funny because obviously we'd had that conversation where you were a rabbit in headlights and I said <laughs> I don't know give me some of your beliefs then and you were like okay well oh um, I'm really struggling with this and then obviously from that conversation you were then like right I've got some belief because you thought about it it was in your mind so suddenly you started having that curiosity well what are my beliefs and so things started cropping up and you were able to identify them then and you will do that more and I think that's the key isn't it if you understand that there'll be a belief there when a feeling comes up something's there for you and it's sort of like it's just going back to that is that true well that's my experience of it okay but does it mean it's still true today so that's happened in the past that's where you were with it do you want to stay there is are you stuck in that time you know or do you have the capacity to be able to maybe look for different evidence instead and I think that's quite key like that. So beliefs actually a big part of supporting our mental well-being. Huge. And uh, something to think about, reflect on, consider, you know, maybe it's even about building your own belief system about how you approach, you know, your mind health. You know, what is it that you need and uh, you know, setting some things in place for yourself. I think there's lots of different ways to apply that curiosity isn't there and to, and to think about it but Definitely. it's all there for us to work with and to get it working for us rather than against us and I think it's too easy I think to fall into those kind of patterns of behavior where and belief systems where things you know aren't supporting us but we have more power over that than we realize and I think that's that's the key. So think about how you can maybe apply this philosophy and this approach in your everyday life. You know, what are you believing about what's happening with you today? What is it that you need to believe? And remember to apply some of the three Bs because importantly, one of them is believe. Be, believe and breathe and get that working for you.